Hello and welcome to Let's Drone Out, the best, well, the only UK FPV podcast sponsored by the lovely people from our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Let's Drone Out. In particular, we'd like to thank these guys. Art Faulkner. Mikey Dread. Wacky Wes. David Powell. <laughs> thank you, guys. You're the best. We can edit our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Let's Drone Out. Send money to Frank at paypal.me forward slash mini air show. Do it now or he'll die. <laughs> like that. Less dramatic. Hello and welcome back to Let's Drone Out. Tonight we are joined by Andrew Slash Frank. Good evening. Curry Kitten. Hello. Yeah, Disclaimer. don't do anything bad. Don't listen to Andy. <laughs> and now it's safe to introduce Andy RC. Hello. This is the last time we might see Andy before he's like hauled away by copyright people. For dynamically stretching things. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. The person who just says dynamically stretching is Tony. That's what she said. Bonjour. And I am Brighton Till I Fly. Hello. Welcome back. So, have you, has any, now that we're out on parole, has anybody been flying? In the house. Two times. Um, I was too cold to bother. Too cold. Yeah, I was cold this morning at work. Nine, about nine, yeah, nine it's been Really cold. Before I am, found it a bit too cold to fly. I well, mean, I remember, I remember him dragging me to Preston Park to fly, and he's like, "Come on, thing!" And like, we were all dying. Like the the tears and snot running from our noses were freezing, and there was just dog walkers everywhere. If you didn't keep, if you kept still enough, you'd start sinking into the mud. And ah, uh, yeah. So I was too cold. I'm too old now, Jack. That was the days when FPV was all new and fresh, and fun. fun and stuff. And now it's just like I've been there, done that. Too cold. And I can wait till the weekend when the heat wave comes back and our um. Flying field's been reopened, so I can go up there. I've charged my X-Class pack, so I'm going to do some X-Class stuff uh, Saturday or Sunday, don't know. Or tomorrow, because I'm going to have tomorrow off. You're so lucky. I'm waiting to see if my flying field opens. Um, but when Bojo announced that uh, we were allowed to sit on a bench now, I sort of overdid it. And uh, my very first, my very first flight... I landed in a tree, the first one. <laughs> but I spent the entire day flying. It was, uh, yeah, it was very, it was really nice, actually. No, um, those cine whoops, when you hit a tree, they just bounce off them like, and land on the ground. So I didn't have to do any climbing. But, yeah, I really want to uh, get back to the, the big flying field and, and do some. I've been looking at some big EDF jets. I fancy a go oh, one nice. of those. Oh, zero. The, the reason they don't get stuck in a tree is they're too heavy, of course. The trees just break and they come down. That's one advantage well, of something so fat. Well, yeah, I thought that the branches would get stuck, but they don't. They, because, yeah, there's nothing really to get stuck. The props are quite thick and everything's thick. And it's. I watched the video back and it just sort of bounced off everything. Either that or I was lucky, but... Uh, yeah, I've been right. having. They're really fun to fly through trees. Because uh, I saw your video, Wayne, on the Green Hornet. Um, but I, I got loads of trees around here. It's uh, amazing how you can sort of navigate through the trees and you can clip them and, and not get in too much trouble either. Yeah, someone suggested that he wanted to get one for going through trees. And I had to say, I hadn't mm. thought of that. I thought, mm. oh, well, that, that gives me something to do. Because you know how easy it is to catch a ghost branch. And it will just take your prop and you'll spin down to the floor pretty easily a lot of the times. So it'd be quite good just trying to get through a little bit further 
and not have to worry about hitting little branches that just ruin your day all the time. Yeah, I, I know you, Tony, you, you were considering this, but this is definitely becoming a thing, isn't it? This, um, uh, what I, I joined the group today, what's it called? Um, it's like where you... Uh, like Take apart your GoPro what, 7? Yeah, well, no, not uh, no. That people are doing it. It's the GoPro Six, isn't it? There's a now a dedicated. uh, Well, I think it's been there a while, but yeah, it's basically ruin your GoPro uh, to get it on a tiny like um, like Beta eighty five or whatever. I really fancy a go at that. I know. I mean, I've got um, I I bought a Hero Seven to take it, so I could take it down to Jacks and get him to take it apart. Yeah. So are they using are they using a six Andy to to use or steady? Is it? Yeah, is it yeah, yeah. Like I don't think they're they're using um, mostly sixes. I think because the six, uh, the the seven, you have. I think you can get the seven to work, but you have to have really odd mounting and uh, well, the six is cheaper as well. Um, you know. Because uh, it doesn't have the hyper smooth or anything, so I've changed my mind on the whole thing. Anyway, I'm going to keep my seven and have a spare seven, and then I'm going to get a Insta three sixty go and just stick that on something small because that can record ten eighty p, and that's got like a hyper smooth thing, and it's tiny, it's twenty grams, so you can stick that. On yeah, anything. it's it's more. I don't think you could use it in a professional capacity, though. It's more for Instagram. Probably it not. Great. It looks great on Instagram. But you know, they're like two hundred quid as well. I know. I know. Very expensive. Um, do I want Jack ruining a Sierra a Hero Seven? I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do a Seven, but get a five. I like the fact that Jack ruins a Seven because Tony takes it in his house and forces him to disassemble it, and it's just, look, you've broken it now. <laughs> I would blame him as well. You. <laughs> Part of me wants to go at it, but you you have to do some real miniature soldering. Like you, you're literally soldering to. Uh, you know, like the the legs of um, like chips and stuff. You know, and uh, a lot of people having power issues. I mean, there's a great community out there. I was reading some of the posts, and I'm like, oh, but it seems like such a such an effort um, when you can have the the bigger cine whoops. Really, uh, I'm not sure I would personally use them. I would use them, and I'd like to do it, but it's a bit of a risk, isn't it? Taking apart. Well, I don't use um, solder. Uh, you just use tape, <laughs> solder, or <laughs> screws. <laughs> so, that's why I was going around jacks. No, I don't use um, hype. Uh, what's the thing you can buy? We just said it. Not uh, hyper, real, steady. real steady, because that's another hundred bucks, isn't it? So ninety-nine quid. Yeah. Yeah. If you bought uh, six and then bought one of them, it's going to be the same price as a seven anyway, second hand. Yeah, hundred so, bucks that. You're unlikely to smash into a brick wall. Yes, there is that. But if you've got um, uh, insurance for your GoPro, surely you can put it all back together <laughs> and just take it in and go, I crashed it, it fell off my mountain bike or whatever. That was my plan anyway after if Jack uh, don't managed. Think would, don't think they would it. quite accept that when they see all of the solder, you know, <laughs> bridge between all the chips. <laughs> mm. Oh my! Oh, no. I have to get Jack to throw it in a reflow oven afterwards. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I, don't know. I want to do. There's a couple of things I keep looking at, thinking, "Oh, I want to fly that." As a Norman Temple down the road from us, it's really nice gardens, and they got that kid on top, the golden boy blowing the horn. I don't know mm. if you've seen them temples. That would be really cool. Blowing the horn. That sounds a bit of a bottom reference, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it does actually. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw Tommy's video though, and that that's what got me thinking about it. But it just looks so difficult, and if it goes wrong, you know, especially at this time when if if you if you're not doing that well financially, you do, uh, and then you destroy an expensive GoPro. It's that that could be really damaging to your ego, so um, I might leave it for a bit. But it's an interesting concept. Um, I, I actually uh, I 
don't know whether I should say this, but I, I did receive a message off a particular company that might be offering a service. It has a service, but... Uh, oh, well, if, if they get in contact with you, give me the details as soon as you know. Well, uh, it's early days yet, but I think they've seen how popular it is. And uh, it's probably not going to be uh, cheap, I'd imagine, because, you know, you probably have to buy the GoPro and then they do the work for you or or something like that. But we shall see. Well, I've done, I've done, I've already got one to donate, so I'm it ready. seems so. It's it's not like GoPro. Well, actually, they did move away from the the that certain chips that they were using. But it's not it's not a GoPro. I don't think their chipset's proprietary, is it? It's somebody. So somebody could look look at that and say, "Oh, we could build something quite similar to that." But perhaps they can't replicate the firmware. Uh, and this is why other companies trying to bring out lightweight cameras to emulate GoPros don't do that well. Mm, I, I do like the footage from the um, from that um, little one, the 20, 20 gram one, Insta three hundred and sixty, whatever it's called. The Go, it does look pretty good. Yeah, you only get five. You only get five minutes of flight, and they also get. That's what you need. They get extremely hot as well, which not many people talk about. You can barely touch them. That's how hot they get. Really? Mm, yeah. I don't know, because there's the, the vloggers that like wear them around their necks on the little string around their neck. Mm. How, how do they not like end up with scorch marks? Yeah. Oh, they're not running them for five minutes, I imagine. Yeah, because it, it was never a thing to run it. Oh, for. It was like 30 seconds, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, someone's done something to make it run five minutes, and then I think they've put it in the app now, so you can run it five minutes. To be fair, I can't think of a quad I could fly that would last for five minutes. So three minutes yeah. is about the limit. Yeah, you wouldn't. You don't need to fly far for you know uh, longer than that. I don't know. I've just got some really good ideas for them. It's just putting them into practice. You know, it's going somewhere and ask. Getting me fifty quid note out and saying, "Excuse me, man. <laughs> <laughs> can so I come in your church, VIP please?" Pass. Yeah, Tony's VIP pass it has a five and a zero on it. That's it, and it's orangey it's red. Amazing what that man get up to. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that and a bit of um, X class this weekend is what I'm doing. Anyone else? Well, there's Why? the mini air show. There is the mini air show. Only six online. Yeah, oh, we'll be doing that, that as well. Saturday. Yeah. Is um, it just just Saturday? Yeah, just Saturday from eleven. So beginning at eleven, we will be running some highlight reels um, for, that people have shared on YouTube. So we're just kind of putting those up for a bit, and then we will have a, a kind of opening segment from Painless uh, talking about uh how to ask for help with rc problems and then we've got lurgy uh doing uh his his community build along with a kind of paper plane on steroids using super glue and uh a paper straw and a couple of sheets of a4 paper looks really um, good yeah it it flies pretty pretty impressively um and i think he's been doing them with like whoop motors and things so it just kind of is a proper radio control plane if you really take it that far um cool. then uh we've got the freestyle so you can still enter the freestyle oh, yes um, i've got to do that as well yeah so there's i've i've seen the winner already <laughs> Uh, so we, we have had a few entries, but there's still plenty of space for more entries on the freestyle. So just send in to uh, miniairshowuk at gmail.com or contact at miniairshow.co.uk. If you send in um, a 60-second-ish clip uh, on a simulator, or I guess now that you're allowed outside, it doesn't necessarily have to be on a simulator, but... We prefer it in a simulator. Um, and if you want some free ones, so there's Curry Sim, which is free. You can get Tiny Whoop Go for free by signing up to Tiny Whoop membership. Um, you need Tiny more Whoopers, Whoopers Fraser Steen saying. 
Yep. So if you do, if you do go down the tiny whip go route, then you can also sign up for the uh, tiny whip tournament um, with Paul Jaggers. Um, there is yeah. So the freestyle. If you send in a sixty second clip um, on a, a simulator, if you just record it, stick it up on YouTube, Facebook, or uh, upload it to WeTransfer or whatever, and send it us that way. Um, yeah, we've. That would be good, and we'll see if we can get some people uh, to do some freestyle. Then we've got um, RC Robotics doing a build of his uh, micro-scale heli. I dreamt um, about him last night. Very weird. <laughs> it was it was so random, but it was him in a flat. Uh, there was push bikes involved, eating cakes and some woman or something, I don't know, but it was definitely him. It was so weird. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, but it was such a weird dream. Stay away from Tony, Carl. He's got plans for you. Yes. We've got um, Jack and Andy are doing a little talk. Uh, on- oh, we- it's the first uh, <laughs> Andy's like, what? I secretly replaced Andy with Sheldon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I might have to update. No, if Andy still wants to do it, he can. But I have to see how, how things are. We'll yeah, see. for at least that first the reason day. why I replaced him. It sounds see? way harsher when you say it out loud. <laughs> the thumbnail image for that was Andy in Harry Potter mode for at least a day. I noticed. Yeah. What? <laughs> it was my way of trying to see whether he was alert to anything I was doing, and he, oh, he is no. So I was yeah, like, yeah, he's not really. <laughs> and, and trying to ring him, and he's, yeah, so I was just like, I'll let him off the hook. Yeah, so not, he will do it with me. Jack this- and Sheldon or Andy or both or none are yeah. doing a talk on uh what the, what what time's that and uh, i'll see two uh, o'clock till two half what in the afternoon of, saturday philosophy of troubleshooting uh also including the pitfalls of troubleshooting so there should be some funny stories out of that i'm really sorry about the wanky name <laughs> uh, uh, as a challenge you should make jack spell philosophy I can't even say it. <laughs> Where's this getting broadcasted on? Is it on the website or is it going to be oh, on... Yeah, what channel? <laughs> so is it, is it going to be on here? We've built a, a, a video <laughs> viewer on miniairshow.co.uk that will be up there on Saturday. Um, Have you tested be, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, that you, it will show all the YouTube videos. So they're going to be broadcast on all these different YouTube channels um, and you can go and find them there if you want them um, or we're bringing them together so that it automatically points you to the next one as it comes up um, so that you don't have to go hunting around for the next one. So can it be rewatched? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can you can watch it afterwards. Well, are you busy, Tone? Well, no, but it's, the weather's going to be nice and I want to go out and do a bit of flying, so I'm going to do a bit of both. Go out, come back, check it on my phone. But we'll, yeah, have, do a live we'll have a chat, chat room on the day, a live chat room on the day that is, is not going to be... You're not going to be able to join that later on. So yeah. um, We've got uh, Curry doing P-H-I... <laughs> We can actually see you looking intently yeah. at the screen yeah. to read it's it. Like Turn your Come head around. You Turn your head around and spell it. Yeah. No. Turn your chair <laughs> and spell it. It's bullying. Unless <laughs> 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 I know you get rid of Jack nowadays. Pretty easy, isn't it? I, I, I wouldn't know how to spell it. Forgot. No. Where were we? Curry doing the oddball, uh, so you can send in any kind of projects that you've been doing while under lockdown. Send them into yes. Curry. Uh, 
there is still plenty of time to get your entries in. And don't be worried that, hey, my entry's not a complete build because we've had loads of entries. Well, we haven't had that many entries, but we've had entries that aren't complete builds and are just little components. Uh, and some are, some are quite cool in little sort of handy things. So it, even if you've got something that's like, oh, I've built a thing for my quad, which is quite cool, that'll do. We like to uh, tell people about these things. Okay. Cool. Um, what's we got? We've got uh, NJ is doing some interviews with uh, some British manufacturers of FPV stuff. Um, so there's going to be uh, Halo and there's going to be Menace and maybe someone else as well. Correctly, and we've got uh, Paul Jagger's doing the Tiny Whoop racing on Tiny Whoop Go, and we've got Ali Barrett doing some more sim racing on Velocidrone. Then we've got Winter Blue from the chat will be talking with Zoe FPV, and then we've got some LDO stuff maybe if someone's worked out what we're doing. What time will that be? That will be at nine o'clock. What, in the evening? Yes. Oh, I should be drunk by then, so I'll probably it's come a, on for a little while. It's a full day of it, then. <laughs> Just like the actual day, except with less Weed. sitting on the grass and watching <laughs> jets go past. Yeah, and hugging and taking the piss out of Jack and stuff. Oh, who's back? oh still plenty of piss taking out of Jack. At least that bit's still there. <laughs> <laughs> At least he out of his own toilet and not a portal of this one. Hey, Jack. <laughs> he's going oh, back he's he's going going another sulk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, mini Schedule's up there. All the details for entering any of the competitions are all up there. Um, and also the information for the build if you want to join in with Laggy's build. Um, so, yeah. So that is the plan for Saturday, 16th of May. Cool. Sounds good. Well, well done. Thank you, uh, Lockdown. <laughs> lockdown managed to make Frank stay in and do the work for this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. But hopefully it will keep us kind of a bit... Uh, encouraged enough to uh, carry on to next year and have a mini Astro 7 where we can actually all meet up and do stuff in person again. I mean, the, the Aldi No thing could still happen in August, right? Aldi No in August, fingers crossed. Uh, fingers crossed we'll be able to do something there. Cool. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Um, Anyone seen any new tech come out yet? Have uh, done yeah, uh, there's a. I I uh, heard off Cadex that they're producing a nano camera for the the DJI system, so it's going to get even lighter. So is that Nebula? Uh, or is Nebula yeah, something? Yeah, it's called the Nebula. Yeah. Um, so you did a it, video on that, haven't you? You've been doing loads of videos. Um, well, it was it was a short video, really. Um, <coughs> Cadex contacted me and and told me all about this camera and I was like, oh, and I couldn't find any, I said, should I, you know, this seems like it should be information that people, you know, should know about, uh, can I make a video on it? And they were like, yeah, sure. I was like, great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's going to be a nano camera for the DJI system. Um, and, uh, it's looking pretty good there. They're going to send, send one over. I don't know how much it's going to cost, but yeah, there's, there's that coming out. But at the same time, I, I don't know if you guys talked about it last week, but there's the shark bite. Am I saying that right, system? Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention it last week, didn't we? Yeah, I so, think we talked um, about it after the stream. I don't think we yeah. talked about it on the stream. 
Yeah, so there's that system uh, that's coming out. So it's going to attach to the front of your goggles, two patch antennas and two omnis for diversity. Uh, so yeah, that that's uh, that's looking promising. Um, I uh, flew the um, the new TX sixteen S Radio Master. There's some weird stuff going on with transmitters. That has been for a long time. Um, so Jumper came out and copied FR Sky stuff. That upset FR Sky, but then within Jumper they split up. And they've made two identical transmitters themselves. One's called radio, not identical, but there's not that much difference between them. Uh, so there's that going on. And there's a, they've got, so Jumper's got a new transmitter coming out called the T18. Um, and that, that, now that one's interesting because, you know, all these transmitters are multi-protocol transmitters the t18 has got r9 built into it and i'm very skeptical about that because how many times have they changed the hardware when it mm. comes to r9 i think that's a big risk sticking r9 in there as a a, a chip you know because uh it, it it's maybe it, it means that they've given up on the r d on the r9 and whatever it is now that's what it's going to be for the foreseeable future uh, I, I'm well. I'm not too sure if it. You know, when it, when they announced all of this access protocol and R9, they said it wasn't going to need hardware changes. That this is FR Sky, and then, no, all, and then all of a sudden, there's a new Tyrannus. There's a uh, all, all the receivers. If you want over the air, you have to buy all new receivers. So very, uh, and then I also think as well, if you're going long range. I mean, I've tried the R9 system, and if, if you're on a budget, then sure, but Crossfire is, would be impossible to replace for me. So, uh, mm. yeah. That, that's I, I, don't, I, I don't even know, um, like, what to – or whether I should flash from my Tyrannus, because I got the 2019, and is it true if I flash it, then all my – uh, X4Rs stop working. Is that right? The only if you don't right. flash the module. It's the module, isn't it? Yeah. The XJ. If, if you update OpenTXRK, okay, but don't update the module. That's okay. receivers. I, I've I've been on the budget end of the radios. I've got this one instead. Uh, yeah, I, ones, I, I, which I is want... actually okay, except the fact this is so weird because it runs OpenTX. But can you see a screen or any setup buttons? No. So it, it runs a... They forked off a version of OpenTX 2.2.4. You have to go into the um, OpenTX companion, of which they've made a special version, to try and fiddle about with the endpoints to make it work. And it's only got one model memory. So it's not It's it's not going to set the world on fire. But it is about 30 quid, and it flies with quite well. This feels quite nice. One model memory. A one model memory. So this is essentially... If you've Pointless. got whoops, <laughs> yeah, you can you can do all your whoops in the same configuration and use it like that. Yeah, and it's right. got USB and it works on a SIM and it recharges the battery when you plug it mm. in. So it's not all bad. It's only you're, 30 quid, so it's cheaper only, than a controller. Yeah. You only need one model memory if you keep all your settings the same. So anyway, yeah. so uh, that's that's pretty pretty cool. 30 quid and it and uh, are they proper gimbals as well? They they're sending me one, but because I fly mode one, they got a do some stuff. <laughs> yeah. My only problem was it arrived and it, it sort of made this shaky noise when I rattled it and mm. I had to open it up twice because there was there was a weight here which had come loose and then when I turned it on it rattled again because there's this little piezo buzzer to act as like a haptic thing and that had come out. Um, so I had a look at the interior. <laughs> it, it didn't look like an easy conversion to mode one. I had to say the gimbals didn't quite look the same. Yeah. It's not like you could just... Swap things over easily. Uh, so is it D16 and D8? Yeah, it can even do D16, FCC, and LBT and D8. How does it do that with no screen? Has it got like, you have to, is it upsy down, see left, see right, see bind? <laughs> at the back here, there's a bind button and a setup button. If you just press bind on its own, it goes into bind mode. If you press bind whilst holding down uh, the power button for a while and then you let go, 
um, it changes. There's, there's this little there's an LED here, which goes it goes green when I turn it on, and it should hopefully go to blue. That little purple flash there, three flashes, means it's D8. One flash is D16 FCC, two flashes D16 LBT. So the, mm -hmm. the setup options are a pain in the ass. I will not lie to you there. Yeah, but uh, once I got it done, it was actually okay. The gimbals feel quite good. There was one of them which was really flicking around on Betaflight, which didn't want to center nicely, but it didn't seem to have any drift issues. So not all bad. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah. I assumed it was just going to be a D8 transmitter, but uh, yeah. I think their first one was just a D8, so they, they've upped the game slightly on this one to uh, make it more compatible. I'd ask you what the range is like, but I imagine you can, you've you gone... It can go all the way from here to my garden. Your garden. <laughs> That's all I've tested. So I've only tested it on a Whoop, obviously, because um, I haven't been out anywhere. My problem is I still feel kind of locked down because... Uh, where I sort of lost my fly field that was like 10 minutes away it's now like an hour's trudge through the woods or I have to drive for like 40 minutes so I'm still sort of stuck inside uh, to a great extent unfortunately so yeah I still want to do I've got a whole like bunch of things building up now that I'm like oh once once lockdown's done I'll, I'll have a look at this to see what the range is like to see what the flying's like but I haven't done anything else what have you got because I've got nothing <laughs> well, I've still got just the stuff already done, like the Sector 132 and the, uh, uh, the Green you Hornet. Want, you want to do and then I've, with them, yeah. Yeah, I had, a, I had a bunch of stuff from last time. Like I had what the, one of those nameless uh, N47 quads that I didn't get to fly properly. Uh, and there's like a couple of built things. So I've got, um, I've got that GPS that I installed on the quad. So it's like, oh, look, I can get a signal. It works. Next time we'll actually fly it. Um, and I've got a, a VTX to install somewhere, so a bunch of stuff. But I'll, I'll be going off to a field with like a whole bag of batteries and bags of quads when I can eventually get going somewhere. Excellent. I've I've uh, had the major oversight of of not actually fixing anything, and instead just focusing on like Netflix, yeah, <laughs> and a mini air show and all that kind of stuff and just keep myself entertained at the time instead of preparing anything to fly. So even when I am allowed that to fly, I've, I've still got, still got to sort of things out. I've got, well, I've got that kite that I ordered back in January and received in April, March, April. Uh, I can go and fly a kite at some point. That's excellent. How do you FPV it? You're uh, missing the I've, point here. I've had a, a, a wing cam on a kite before. Do you have to put an operator ID on a kite? Uh, no, but if I put long enough uh, lines on, which one of my kites does, then I would have to get permission from the CAA. Oh, <laughs> but for a kite? I, think, I yeah. think kites and balloons were the two exemptions, weren't they, on the flying things with cameras? But obviously, as, as soon as you start getting too high, it's like, yeah, oh, no, there is still a, an altitude. Kill people. It. Yeah, there's no other air traffic in the air anyway, so, you know, fill, fill your boots, I say. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, there, there was someone mentioned in the chat about rules and rules changing, and, like, yeah, rules maybe going to change at some point, but it's definitely not going to be before November. There's uh, some weirdness about it, but, uh, like... I wouldn't waste any time thinking about what those might be at the moment. Yeah, Maybe. just just use common sense, and because everything else is just ridiculous. Yeah, the way I see it, nothing is going to massively change before November in terms of the rules. And <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing was like them putting in remote ID in the roadmap for 2023 but eh, eh. Uh, oh yeah there was a maximum takeoff weight uh, so they've clarified that yeah they mean what it actually weighs instead of because there was a con big concern a few months ago that technically the definitions that they'd used were maximum takeoff mass which is based on basically thrust rather than actual weight 
and therefore you know if you have a uh like a, a, a toothpick that's got six kilos of thrust then is that considered a six kilo model and and they've clarified that if you've built it yourself then yeah it doesn't matter what it could be it's what it actually is that matters so mm. which is what everyone kind of assumed anyway but yeah. someone had gone hold on there's there's a detail there that's a bit of an issue um, yeah somebody is it sounds like they're even more pedantic than me because to me it sounds like what is the the weight of your or the mass of your quad i was like well it weighs this much somebody's like ah actually i think what you mean is the frost capacity and like well that, that was what it was, was we all hate that guy maximum takeoff mass and maximum takeoff mass is a technical, you know, is, is like a, a phrase that is used in lots of technical documents and therefore based on the general aviation, maximum takeoff mass means the maximum that that aircraft could be and still take off. Um, so, you know, that's based on the thrust or the structural integrity of the thing and not how much it actually weighs at the time because, you know, if you put three tons on it and it still just gradually gets up in the air then it's still that that is its maximum takeoff mass that is so, weird what it serves them right for trying to be clever with words instead of just saying it it can't weigh more than this exactly yeah, yeah. basically someone had accidentally trodden on a kind of aviation technical term landmine and we just mean the actual mass don't worry about did, it did anything come of the fact that like um i remember the the original definitions always said the maximum let's call it the maximum weight can be this much not including the fuel and we're like ah lipos are fuel <laughs> does this mean we can take the fuel out at the end of the flight well i think is that any clearer that now how much it actually weighs then that's including the battery because that's how much it weighs whilst it's flying okay but that means it's also going to in include the fuel i would imagine there we go is there any stuff to win saturday or give uh, away you know we haven't with the the warm fuzzy feeling of a job well done um okay. we can't really send of, anyone anything or go out and get anything the problem is, you know, mm. usually we'd be charging someone for something, um, yeah. and we'd, or we'd have sponsors or whatever. But this has been something that we've put together in basically three weeks, and no one's paying any money for anything. So, uh, I mean, if you want to chuck us a bit of money to cover the cost of running a website for another year until the next event, where we can actually some people for some stuff then tony's got a point we, we could have the millennials why don't we make a certificate that they can print at home that says well done you participated in mini air show six they can fill do, their own name in we can do that we can definitely yeah. do that print yeah. diy certificates <laughs> that's amazing seems fair set up a paypal link how much do you need What's the PayPal link? How much do you it, need? It'll be paypal.me forward slash mini air show. That is our PayPal link. You're always Send money to Frank at paypal.me forward slash mini air show. Do it now or he'll die. <laughs> like that. Less dramatic. Oh, beautiful. There you go. For just £3 a month, <laughs> you can provide mini air show with a website. <laughs> Were you given the wrong kind of painless 360? Hey. Hey. I was accused of lurking in the background by Jack. So I thought for the, I've, I've, I can do the last 10 minutes. I thought I'd jump in because my ears were burning and I thought, Oh, wonder why that is. And, uh, and someone was talking about me in the chat. So I answered Frank the question. Your ears should burn every Thursday because they never, it's always painless 360 every yeah. Thursday. Don't yeah, need me cool. anymore now, Frank. See you later, guys. Yeah, you <laughs> can't can't <leave>. <laughs> so, what, 
So what did I what did I miss? Because I I've been had a really busy day today, so I literally just Look, dived in to catch up and saw those bits, and then I put my little Frank plushie next to Painless um, Funko. So then to a little friends like you two in real life, friends don't need me anymore. Friends, this is all I'm left with. <laughs> I talked. I talk to them now. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm glad you, well, at least like they're not on their own now. Yeah. So, uh, so sorry, I, I, I jumped in and interrupted the chat that was going on. Apologies, please. It was nothing interesting. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it is the radio master still alive? It's still alive and still, you know what I did today with it, which I was really impressed with is you can stick another, uh, four in one module in the back, and you can make it a wireless trainer for any other radio. So you get your other radio to connect to this in the back, and then use the one in the top to control your model. So if you have another spare radio, like a Free Sky or a Fly Sky or whatever, you can have wireless trainer function. Now that sounds really good. It only took me three and a half hours of buggering about today to get <laughs> yeah. to work because because the documentation is that crap. But loads of people said, oh, show us how to do that. So I had to look and found the three places on the internet that talks about it and thought, oh, that's dead easy. Three and a half hours later, I actually got in touch with the manufacturer and just went, I'm obviously being really dim. And they went, oh, no, 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 no. There's a little wrinkle that's going to be fixing OpenTX uh, next week. So, uh, but this is the trick. Hmm. But the really cool thing is it means now me and my mate – can be socially distant when we go flying. And if he wants to do the trainer function, I don't have to buy a really, really long cable to have them physically connected. Mm. So there's that. Did you not like the plastic on that? Because you were, you were, in your review, you were like, oh, you just, yeah. It's, the, the problem is, is uh, what everyone and what I keep forgetting is this is a 130 quid radio. Yeah, the price is crazy. The price is bananas, considering what the radio was. Um, so it's not going to feel as nice as a three, $400 radio. And if you think of it like that, it's absolutely amazing. It's just if you compare it to some of the really high-end radios that you get your hands on, it doesn't feel quite as nice. But actually, the black plastic, I think, hides a multitude of sins. I think it is a slightly nicer plastic, to be fair. Mm. Uh, but the big deal for me is that, I mean, is the... Um, Grips. The bigger doobies at the back. Uh, it, it's it's not as nice for pinching. Oh, thanks. So if you do, so if you're pinching, I think you need to dangle it from a neck strap because if you dangle it from a neck strap, it's easier for pinches. Uh, but for thumbers, it's lovely. But no, well, hopefully, I'm going to have the T18. Is it the one from Jumper? Yeah, um, I was going to ask on. about that because what are those guys doing? It's almost like they're trying to just out, like they've had a fallout and they're trying to outdo each other. I, I've got the 16. Well, I'll bring out the X16. Well, I'm doing the 18 now. And we were, we were talking about it. The 18 is going to have the R9 chip in it. And I think that is a really big gamble considering how much the R9 hardware keeps changing what do you think about that on the t18 <laughs> have you got a, some fishing fishing wire there? um yeah <laughs> for those who will, who will listen on the podcast i've just done that whole curl lip thing i, I i'm not a fan of the r9m i don't mm. think it's a very good system uh i think for the money it's not bad but if you're trying to use it for serious long range i don't think it it cuts the mustard um the the I haven't got the, the T18, so I haven't got it yet. Um, the challenge, and that interesting, when I did the review, sorry, this turned into talking about the bloody radio, which wasn't why I came on. But anyway, the... the oh, it's, like, it's a new bit of tech that's come out, and it's one, one of the main bits of tech, so no... It's, it's big news. Yeah, we haven't had it lots is. of big tech, have we? So the inside of this, the big change is that they've gone from the ribbon cables to proper discrete connectors. Yeah. Um, and lots of people, including me, have had problem with the T16 because those ribbon cables get loose over time and come undone. And then you have uh, whole sets of switches that are on daughter boards stop working. Uh, these guys have kind of gone, that was a really bad decision and the internals are a little bit better. So so I, so I, the, the, there's kind of two methodologies here between the Radio Master guys and the Jumper guys. 
the T18, I think, is really interesting. For those who want to do R9M stuff but don't the module, why not? Uh, you can, if you're clever, you can use electronics within the antenna that essentially make it appear longer for the R9M lower wavelengths without having to have two antennas. If you're a ham or amateur radio guy, you know what I'm talking about. But it, it, it's, um, it's, it's just so exciting to have so much choice on radios like this because it, last time I was on, if you remember, we were talking about, do you remember we were doing that whole Back to the Future thing? Yeah. Um, we were talking about Sorry. the fact that you weren't here the, the, about, the, about the thing where we were saying, uh, would you recommend the free sky radios right now? And none of us would put our hands on our hearts and say, yeah, we wholeheartedly would. Whereas two years ago, we probably would. It's kind of fun that we've got, uh, choices. Cause the other thing as well, is this sucker all, uh, bind to FreeSky version 1.x receivers and version 2.1 and later receivers. So that whole issue that FreeSky have introduced by upgrading the firmware, which is which doesn't work with the old stuff and the bind and fly stuff, uh, it doesn't matter if you have one of these. It works with both. I've tested it. It work, works great. So, it, um, yeah, how it, how it survives in the field day after day, month after month, I don't know. The camera's but, frozen. But so far, oh, we're not in a great position either. So, so far, uh, so good. I thought FreeSky were trying to lock people out with that version too, and that was uh, going to be... I really don't know what. FRSky, I, I, tr I tried so long to like be on board with what they're doing, but it just seems like they're digging their own grave now, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. What? Well, the whole thing with the FreeSky version 2.x update of the firmware is they were addressing a dangerous bug that had happened to a number of pilots, and actually more than you think. I did a poll on the channel because I thought it was one of those things that they were kind of Oh, so it was genuine then? Yeah, yeah, there is a genuine but About 5% of oh. all the people who responded to my poll said they had experienced the bug. I've never seen it in five years of flying. I don't know no. anyone who has. What is but the bug then? So the bug is that it, uh, you see it more with uh, LBT rather than FCC, and it can uh, cause uh, uncommanded extreme movements of, of the channel. So if that's connected to your throttle or your, a servo for a control or into your beta flight control, whatever it is, uh, it'll make the model do pretty horrific stuff. Now, so what FreeSky did is they went, okay, we're going to fix this, tick v good. And what they did is they fixed it, but in version 2.0 of the firmware, they also introduced extra levels of encryption, which meant that it wouldn't work and changed funds, a number of things fundamentally. Again, this is my loose understanding, which meant that it wouldn't bind or work to anything else. So if you upgraded your receivers or one radio to the version 2.0 of the firmware, you had to upgrade everything. And that's yeah. the thing that I had an issue with. It's like, hang on a minute. Why, why, why can we not have radios? Bearing in mind that I've got one, I'm looking at the radio master that can do it. Why don't you give us the option of, you know, having one or the other and be able to choose? Why not force us? Because the, the, the result of that change was that you, if you upgraded your radio to the version 2.0 of the firmware to match the receivers to fix this issue, you then couldn't bind to all of these bind and fly, tiny whoops, all these little uh, quads that we get in. Um, and, and if you got a quad in with an older version of the firmware, you'd have to update it to version 2 to use it. And that just felt like a really draconian way of handling the problem to me. Yeah. But well, what's gonna what's gonna happen with the stuff like the stuff with receivers built into it, like um, the the SPI uh, stuff? Yeah, yeah. All, all that won't work probably. Yeah, yeah no, all that all that won't work. So you lose the ability to bind with all of that stuff, which is I think we, we, I personally think that was potentially part of the free sky. Uh, decision to do it because that then limits all of these people that have cloned and uh, copied the protocol that they have. Um, and it kind of shuts all that down. But the, the backlash I think has been so severe in the 2.1 version of the firmware, they've removed some of that additional encryption and security. So now if you use version 2.1, you can bind to it with things like these multi-protocol radios. So you ah, can do right. one or the other. But again, it was, just, it was just a really weird way of doing it. And it felt like they were trying to use a sledgehammer to crack a peanut and to penalize 
all of us, you know, if you're a new pilot and you've only got two quads, then updating it is not, it's a pain in the ass, but it's no big deal. If you're like us, where you have multiple, you know, maybe 20 receivers, some of them are buried inside, um, you know, models or hot glued inside foam wings or God knows what else. That is such a massive deal because as soon as you flash your radio, you can't talk to all those older versions of the receivers that you've got buried away. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to flashing like, you know, I think I've got like about five D4R2s and, you know, and then God knows about two or three X4Rs. Uh, no, the X4Rs and the oh, X8Rs. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't uh, update mm. the don't update it you can update open tx all you want just don't update it is basically you know uh i've never had d4r2s on these and d d8 d8r2s the old ones and all sorts it's nothing's getting updated because i'm not digging those out of fine yeah i'm glad i'm glad that it is just the module actually because i'm running a nightly on my uh x9d and i I really need to update it to uh the official open open tx um while you're here lee i'm i'm not sure whether um, you've got any juice on this or not but can you tell us anything about the shark bite or any um, views or opinions expressed on this show uh, <laughs> personal or may not reflect or have anything to do with the nonsense that comes out of Andy RC's mouth. And <laughs> um, this has reserves the right to answer that <laughs> truthfully <laughs> <laughs> I'll pl- well, what you're saying? I can plead the fifth. Why uh, is that nonsense? I thought I thought it was a valid thing. I, I've been talking about it. I I, I seen the footage. I, I'm looking forward to it myself. Uh, the the uh, for those who are interested, I'm sure Andy's talked about it. I talked to Andy about it. Uh, was it last week? When we're on the phone, uh, yeah, yeah, last about yeah. last week, wasn't it? Um, so it, it's the the new footage is out. The there's a whole FAQ that's linked. Uh, you can see it by the fat chart links. Um, I can talk about anything that's in the public domain. Uh, it it seems to be progressing well. They've they've obviously changed the name so that if you Google for it, you don't find all the stuff on Bite Frost, which is kind of the was the beta test stuff. Um, it's it's very different from the DJI HD system. Uh, it's very different from analog. Um, I think it's, it looks like it's an awful lot more complementary if you have analog pilots flying at the same time, yeah. uh, which I'm excited about because flying the DJI HD stuff with my mate means we have to try and to be at polar opposite ends of race band to try and be out of each other's way. And that's not always possible with all the kit we've got but um but it would be nice to have an hd system i'd sacrifice a little bit of clarity for the hd image the ability to fly with two or the three two or three other mates on an analog system or maybe one or two of them on uh, the fat shark hd system as well just the ability to choose and just fly what you've got rather than everyone have to do one or the other would just be so nice i also think it's going to look so much better through the the HDO2s than it will on like a computer screen as well. Um, that that's been my experience of, of the HDO2s. Um, yeah, I, I thought about because um, you can do the analog mod with the DJI goggles. Uh, so I did that and flew it for a bit and then went back to the HDO2s. And when it comes to analog, it's got to be the HDO2s. And it'd be really interesting to see what that uh, sharp bite looks like through those. Mm. Uh, We'll have to see how much uh, they cost. I think one of the things we talked about, potentially it was after hours, we might not talk about on the show, is Fat Shark seemed to be using a quite unfortunate quad to demonstrate that with it was uh, kind of all over the place in fact that first video was taken down wasn't it where greg was flying and uh they did they did another video but the quad yeah, was still sort of the other video is much, the other video is much better yeah it is and the, um yeah I, and i, I every, everyone there was there's a I, I don't know some some people just uh love to hate i, I this i i really don't like that one thing I don't like about the DJI thing coming out is these people that just can't be open-minded and are just so one-track mind, you know. It never even crossed my mind when the DJI thing came out. Right, analog is dead. Of course it's not dead. How can, how can it, you know? But there are people like that, unfortunately. And, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I was impressed. I was intrigued. Anything that's new, te new tech and different, um, uh, you know, I've got the HDO2s. I'd love to see what it is like. And, and uh, you know, competition it needs competition as well because, you know, DJI, if you look at their camera drones, have they've always been complacent. They, they like, lead the camera drone thing. So when they bring out a new one it's like oh they've changed the color oh it's got an extra sensor do you know what i mean so it's like um then competition is good i think i think you're right andy i think the competition having other system interestingly connex ping me about something that they've got going on having having other hd systems just keeps everybody on their toes and honest you know the fact that because i've got you know i've got the dji hd system as well now i play with it i've just put it into the mini drag so that's hopefully going to be uh, made next week but but the really thing that bugs me is why the hell didn't they do something like put a hdmi output on the goggles you know, it's really basic stuff, this. Um, it, it, it's just because it, it it's, you know, you, you could argue that it locks you into that ecosystem a little bit more because the only way you can get HDMI out of the HD system from DJI is to buy the smart controller. Yeah, so it turns out... Oh, that is rough. It turns out that the, um, that it actually needs a, a processing board. So so the, the DJI system doesn't have HD, HDMI out. Um, it needs uh, like a separate processor to convert the signal into a picture. So um, it was a really bad choice. I think that DJI have got another monitor. It's called, I think, it's, is it called the something crystal or something like that? I can't, but I know, I know that um, you can't just, uh, it, there's no like raw video coming out of that USB a connector on the DJI it needs a processor to create the signal, which is why, it, yeah, very, very uh, silly. They're like 600 quid for those smart controllers. Um, so, yeah, that's really disappointing for the DJI. Hopefully, they could come out with just a little box, you know, that processes the signal and uh, you can just have HDMI out. But for now, I think they probably looked at their arsenal of products and thought, oh, the uh, the smart controller has got this uh, processor in it. We'll we'll make it work with that first. So yeah. that that's the information I was given. I, I I was just disappointed when they arrived. I was unpacking them uh, because every other set of goggles I've had for the past three years have had a HDMI port out. <laughs> so I, they've had a HDMI port uh, well, input actually most yeah. of them. And and I'm kind of looking around thinking there's got to be an HDMI out, right? Surely, because um, how, how do I plug them into my mate's goggles so he can see what I can see? And the answer is I, I can't. And it was just like, oh, you're joking. So so my mate has to has to kind of stand there as I kind of grin like an idiot flying in HD. And he's got, what's it like? And I have to say, it's really, really clear. <laughs> and then and then afterwards i send him the link to the youtube video so we can see it and he goes oh it's lovely won't it but the but the moment's lost there's none of that collaboration and community unless he goes and spends 600 quid on a set of his own goggles exactly and, and another pair like a really good reviewer yeah yeah absolutely money to burn <laughs> 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 we're not we're not going to go any further down that rabbit hole, are we? So um, you've got a, you're you're not you're not as good as a reviewer. You need you need full testing. <laughs> you need all the equipment. Yeah, um, uh, I think I think one set of goggles uh, for, on that stuff is more than enough. Um, I'm kind of I, I'm still for me. I, I'm with kind of with Andrew a, a little bit with this. Is that I really am excited about to see what bike frost is actually like. Uh, it uses a different transmission system. It's far more complementary. Uh, if I can fly with my mate, uh, if I can potentially get it so that he can view it that wire H, uh, HDMI lead in his goggles, his fat sharks or whatever he's got, um, that just feels like a, a far more fun day at the field than you know me just talking to him about how nice everything looks while he uh, stares at me looking like something out of Rainbow Six Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, what have you? What have you got? Sorry, I missed the missed a bit of the show. Anyone had some ace tech in this week? Because China's open by the look of it. Uh, yeah, I, 
got the um, the the Insta One R camera, uh, mm. and the 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 Go camera that Tony was talking about. They seem to be real. I, I, I was doing three. Get it all right. I was doing three sixty. I've, I was doing 360 videos on drones three, four years ago, and for all of a sudden, that it's a popular thing now. I don't know why, but uh, yeah. yeah, 360 hipster, you. Yeah, yeah. the the, the Insta, with that. The Insta One R is interesting though because it because it's modular. Um, it it can be a 360 camera, but it can also be. Uh, I like it. I don't, I'm looking at it, it just seems like a massive gimmick. Like, why would you want to have to take it apart and put it back together uh, again? A lot, uh, well, but I thought that, Andy, but a lot, <laughs> a lot of people... The guy looking at Lego. A lot of... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people seem uh, are going out and buying it. I think it's because it, it is modular, so you can just buy the, the 4K action camera, which is stable. So it's got like similar thing to HyperSmooth. Some people are saying that you know they prefer it over their GoPro. So I mean, the if you got the new one then the the um the 360 Go. Yes. Yes. Ah, you bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Is 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 there actually? I was thinking about this the other day. Is there actually a? Uh, well, no. Me and Magical Pencil were chatting about it. Is there actually a GoPro Hero? No, a GoPro. What are they called? The number fives that are session session, session. five killer. Is is there something that form factor that is better than that now? Or are we still chasing that down? Then that run cam, the successor to a run cam that looked exactly the same, do a fairly good the, the session run cam, impression. The, the only thing that they've not been able to match is the audio that comes from them. Uh, I, I suppose the 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 uh, the orca from oh uh, was it Cadex that made the orca? That had better sound, but it was basically a, a tarsier in a box. So no one's really uh, come along and and match the session but gopro in general with their hero 7 and 8 a sort of i don't know whether you could pack that type of technology into a little box these days so i mm. think that's perhaps why they've done away with it um but you know you know we'd all jump at, at the chance of having a a session five with hyper smooth and all of that business but uh gopro you could probably buy for about a quid at the moment so uh i can't see it i can't see it happening all right should we cut it there i was gonna say uh i didn't know if if there was something lee that you wanted to plug or anything before we tie up well i think i think you've talked about the show that's literally the bit where i joined and you were going through the agenda is that what you're talking about for saturday yes yeah mini air show there's all the signups for all the competitions and the schedule of all the things that are happening yeah it, it's uh andrew's put an awful uh, sorry frank forget the forum uh it has put an awful lot of, of hard work and effort and he's been working and uh lined up loads of people so i'm on there doing a bit at 10 o'clock about something uh but but there's far more interesting stuff going on throughout the day the entire agenda is up there already on the website uh i know it's not exactly the way that we'd all like to get together we'd all really like to be in a field talking broken biscuits at each other sipping mm. beers watching people fly and having a lovely time catching up with people that we only get to see at these shows uh yeah. but but i would give anything to dry hump handy rc right about now <laughs> <sighs> yeah look, I, and that's probably a good thing that andy gets to have a dry leg for another couple of months i'm but, really enjoying social distancing <laughs> <laughs> nothing's, nothing's changed for him it's exactly the same it's absolutely in fact it's better for him he prefers it he's the only one who's not going to be mentally challenged by this you know as, as, as another content creator i have to you know i i'm in the same boat i think lots of us day-to-day uh, -day, our lives haven't mat materially changed that much apart from we were getting less stuff for a while uh but just to finish what i'm saying yeah it, it's a great chance for us to meet up virtually uh, if you can't make it 
throughout the day. Just come and join in for the sessions that you're interested in. There's going to be live chat running all the time. You don't have to remember lots of different places to go. Everything's going to be linked via that one single page. So if you just leave that page open and wander and just kind of get stuck in when you've got a spare half an hour to get involved with it, uh, you know, it'll be lovely to meet everyone up there. It'd just be nice just to kind of talk to people about the hobby as opposed to what the hell's going on in the world and all the crap. Yeah. And I definitely can't take all the credit. There's a, a whole bunch of volunteers. So if you want to get involved for Mini Astro 7, then you can get in touch through, again, miniastro.co.uk or the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash miniastro. Um, yeah, Fraser Steen has put in a huge amount of effort. Um, yeah, Fraser's to, been amazing. Make this, make this one happen. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you, Fraser. Nice one, Fraser. Shame I can't share some of that whiskey with you. Yeah, that's all our pictures. <laughs> with his little whiskey jar around his neck. Yeah. His collection is impressive. Yeah. It's like you take a sip of that and it's like that That was about four quid's worth. <laughs> I'm going to be on the Thursday night show at 11. So if you go to the thursdaynightshow.com, I will be on there playing 80s music with my time-travelling sex robot. So if you guys can tune in to that, that would be amazing. Right, fine. I might come on for five minutes, take the pee and then leave. Do you want to call us out then, Jack? No worries. Thank you. You've been listening to Let's Grow Now. Thank you to all our patrons who sponsor and keep the show going and uh, feed our editor and stop Frank from stress killing me you've been joined by my little tony bonjour everyone's favorite andy rc good evening everyone's favorite curry kitten goodbye and basically mini air show <laughs> the other half of it that's not fraser andrew slash frank miniairshow.co.uk and also the best talk that's probably going to be on the mini air show is painter 360 Thank you, buddy. But uh, yeah, it's not going to be that good. <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll do my best. It's going to be better than mine. <laughs> I'll see you then. And Andy, I'll see if he's still talking to me or gets out of bed. Thank you. Good night. Bye. 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 Telemetry lost.